1: so sorry. <sighs> Just, okay. I'll stop now. Because we're All going right, into a different tonality. Got, yeah, okay. Sure. It's not clear now. Okay, but no, we can't do this. <laughs> we can't sorry. do it's this. It's the most beautiful no. music,
0: uh, besides some of Tristan, that Wagner ever wrote. That... And I'm Dirty sure the anti semite
1: would have told you how beautiful it was too. <laughs> he would have, because <laughs> he was a fucking boy, asshole. What a what an egomaniac!
0: Oh but boy, there's so much beautiful music.
1: <laughs>
0: how long is Parsifal? Four and a half hours. <laughs>
1: Wow. At least four hours. It depends on how quickly you take some of the tempi. <laughs> you know, Wagner is, uh, and yes, if you're going Wagner, Carl, are they talking about Richard, Wagner? Richard Wagner. the. Wagner, as, like John Wagner, that guy that used to coach the basketball. I wonder if they're related.
0: As Captain Glenn called him, the German composer <laughs> who wrote some opera or wrote an opera called Parsifal. And he is correct. It was written after uh, about Sir Percival, who looked for the Holy Grail, one of Arthur's knights. And the, the piece is considered kind of Wagner's kind of most spiritual opera. There's some gorgeous moments in it. Um, and uh, it actually was only allowed to be performed at Bayreuth uh, for like.
1: Performed uh, he, at what? Bayreuth, the festival. That's oh, where okay. in Germany? I guess a lot of us don't live in Germany or compose an <laughs> or, opera. We don't. Or, we don't, or, we don't know don't, what the festivals Wagner played at. Or
0: don't. Or don't know a lot
1: of opera. Don't know a lot of opera history. Like little, you said Bayreuth. Like it was like, at, like, like, boy, at You know at the, the same thing Coachella. as like Coachella. Yes, <laughs> yes. It's not the same poodle.
0: God, I just loved it when all of a sudden the. Opera scholars probably screamed when someone talked about the opera Parsifal.
1: <laughs> oh my God. Because I did. I actually um, I did. I did t- I didn't know as much as you, but I went, oh. But then I thought just, about you getting excited about it and I got and I went, oh no. <laughs> uh it's I I think I wrote a paper about it. Uh, I mean, I'll say this about Wagner. Y'all, he'll edge you for four and a half hours. It's <laughs> just a slow edge, but <laughs> you will be edged. But he will come, at the, he'll, he'll, he'll he'll come at the you. end. He'll come at the end. It's like the,
0: the, the destruction of the world. It's like the ring cycle. Uh, at the end of Gooder Damerong you are
1: covered in splooge. And I you're not. yours. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone, and you're exhausted, yes. And but you get there, you know. There's some composers that just edge it's, you and then leave
0: you. It's like the woman who climaxed supposedly or had an orgasm in, in Tchaikovsky's Fifth Symphony at the, at the what is the concert hall? And I'm like, I could I, maybe not that symphony, even though it's a great mm. symphony.
1: Uh, wait a minute, yeah, it happened. Wait, no, wait, w- what? <laughs> there was what? a
0: story about a woman who orgasmed. <gasps> In the middle of, or in, the, in a production of what she was watching, a production of Tchaikovsky's, or a, a performance of Tchaikovsky's Fifth Symphony at the Walt Disney Concert Hall.
1: Why do people know that she orgasmed? Did I she, think she told
0: everyone, or maybe maybe everyone, maybe, maybe a woman beside her said, I'll listen to what she's listening to. <laughs> <laughs> like Harriet Sally. That line was ad-libbed, by the way. Yes, uh, Estelle Reiner, Carl Reiner's wife. His
1: wife, yeah, was the one who did it. Uh, we're such old gays, yo. This current reference, Jake sailing got BDSM. Not only recurrent references, Ernie. We're just dating back to the eighteen sixties, <laughs> not only, whenever Wagner not, was. Not, yeah, you're right.
0: Not yeah. only current references. We're, I, I'm going to take you back to eccentricities of opera history. <laughs> You're lucky I didn't tell you about the performance history of Parsifal, that it wasn't allowed to be performed outside of Bayreuth for a long time, because Wagner didn't want it to be.
1: Clash and burn. Clash Clash and burn. Clash and burn. And y'all... This is a very special episode of Below Deck
0: Sailing Yacht. Do we want to do Eurovision first, or do we want to...
1: I don't know. Or do we want to do it at the end... Again, um, kind of like someone out of Wagner opera. I think I'm just at your mercy of whatever you decide from your excitement. <sighs> um, <laughs> I think if you started this
0: podcast thinking you were getting a below deck recap, and you heard the Good Friday
1: music <laughs> from you just turned us off.
0: <laughs> you just went
1: long show. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't, have, <laughs> I don't have patience for these queers today. Why don't? <laughs> why don't we? Because some people. For some people are going to care. Why don't we end with Eurovision? So that way, if people don't want to listen to all of below or all of two, they don't want to listen to Eurovision, they can change the channel.
0: I think that's fine.
1: But I, I, I do understand it because <laughs> some people are confused or whatever. So we are going to begin with Below Deck Sailing Yacht. Um, and I, I'm going to end with and you can we'll put a time code.
0: Where if you only came here, but listen to the whole episode. But if you only came here for the Eurovision
1: recap, that's great too. That's great too. So it, it just press that fast forward button. That's fine. Yeah. Um, or because we, if we had thought of it, we would give you a little. We would give a little bit of the Eurovision, then talk about Below Deck, then a little bit of the Eurovision. But I don't think once you start talking about it, your head's going to start spinning around, and I don't think you'll be able to stop. That's pretty much what I think.
0: <laughs> that's actually the eurovision theme not Wagner.
1: okay yeah we're gonna wait we're gonna that's the eurovision
0: theme that yes de is means-
1: this is just this is just me using my music degree <laughs> well got it for something all right so let's talk about this um Sure, sorry, sorry. Sure, Pontier, not Charpentier. Sure, sure. No one cares. No, no one just went. I'm gonna leave a one star review because Poodle <laughs> pronounced that weird French name wrong. God. he played the wrong. He played the wrong part of the Good Friday music. Yeah, <laughs> no, he. he yeah, we can't. Okay, so <laughs>
0: I don't have patience for these queers today. I can just see
1: someone. Uh, yes, D- and just also to the funny. Yeah, Daisy has no patience for anyone on this ship cuz I think we talked about it. Daisy's done, right? She's done. I think she's having a really bad season. Um I think
0: she wasn't ready. I I don't I, I don't know. She's had I, I was kind of she had a rough season 2 as well. Um season mm. 3 was a little better, but I I don't know. And remember though this is this is probably the first and they have other other she goes to different boats throughout the year. So uh-huh. it, it I think there were other things at work here. She and Gary spent a lot of time together, I think outside this season they were mm-hmm. they were they'd become friends uh, kind of after hating each other <laughs> during season 2. Yeah. and kind of trying to get along better in season 3. And they kind of became friends. And I think now, since he wasn't there in the beginning, he came in with a different kind of energy. And I think she was prepared for him to come in with good friend energy that they had that they had achieved. And I think mm-hmm. she is she's insecure because she has two stews who are a little green. They are and a little green.
1: I think she's especially Lucy, <laughs> it seems <They're-> like <laughs> I think they're both hard workers and they get the job done, but they're very green, and I and I feel like she's at a point where she's asking herself, "I want my
0: career to stand for something, and I want to make a really good because what 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 Del- Daisy's self worth is like a lot of us based on how well we show up in our own work and how well mm-hmm. we're respected on the daily, and it doesn't seem like Captain Glenn for her is validating her enough and it's something that she needs and she needs to be perfect all the time. She's had a rough time. Uh, Maybe she'll turn out of it this season better, but she's already having meltdowns. This happened in season two as well. So she's, this isn't the first time she's had meltdowns. Okay. She's always funny though. That's
1: at least. And it seems to me almost that just from, my perspective, kind of going off what you said about Gary and Daisy becoming friends, I wonder a little bit if if it's a little bit of fame got to Gary and Daisy because they really got a lot of like good press and good buzz about after last season potential relationship potential potential. But also wonder if they both like do you get you've watched more seasons than I have, but do you get to a place on Below Deck when you become so famous and you become a reality star that you don't. And who would blame you? You don't want to do that job anymore. You just kind of want to be the reality star.
0: I think you have to have a lot of perspective if you do this for a couple of seasons. Um, I think you could follow the Eddie model of being a golden retriever and just being being there to have fun on the boat. Or you do the Kate Chastain model of you know your brand and you're going to continue to do what you do because it's good money and you can have a little distance between your personal life and your life on camera. Um, mm-hmm. And it, I think it's all perspective. You, you may have something there. I think what I feel from Daisy, what I've always felt and why she's compelling is she really does, um, she doesn't have a lot of emotional boundaries. No. Um, and that's extremely compelling. It's not gonna get you the best manager. A lot of
1: times, They're, uh, Gary and I will say Gary and Daisy both I think are doing bad jobs of managing the ship.
0: Yeah, Gary especially this season. Gary and especially. I, yeah, and I really do think I don't. I'm not sure. It may have gotten in Gary's head uh, that he can do anything he wants. The shit this season. doesn't stink.
1: That's what I feel like. The
0: what I'm thinking, and maybe I'm just too. This is tinfoil Hattie again, and maybe the way Uh-oh. I think about. Uh, here she is, uh,
1: boys and girls. Your favorite
0: conspiracy theory drag queen. That they're trying to give him some type of arc where he realizes he was too big for his britches, and uh, and because I think they know too many people like Gary enough to have to do him shitty.
1: Yeah, um, it's it's a weird, but I mean, good, and it's 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 interesting. I like this season of, of BDSY, but there we we haven't seen episode where the crews seem to kind of somewhat have all their shit together and their heads are just imploding uh yeah
0: this is i think it's all the gary and daisy are letting their personal dynamics play out as 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 the oh, microcosm great. is playing out in the macrocosm yeah
1: i yeah, agree with unfortunately. that unfortunately
0: and i think um <laughs> And Miss Colin is stirring the pot this season, Ooh, y'all. That is Miss,
1: big dick energy. Miss that is thing DD. is stirring. Ooh, with that big dick stirring. So But no, he's always. Colin's always been a
0: gossip. He's always been uh, he's always and they've both he and Gary have always but been. But he's gossip. right. He's yeah. right. But both of them. Uh, but Colin especially has always been, has always getting in there and just like said what he thought. Um, and always talking shit about people. <laughs> yeah. I, I still love him. I will still, I still say he's my favorite person on the series. Oh, I love him. I love um, him. with Very the exception exciting.
1: of maybe Captain Glenn, big CG himself. That's true. What's um, your first bag? I forgot. I'm just going to put in my retainers. Why couldn't we do it with? why couldn't we do it? With I forgot <laughs> I was finally, you sounded like, like you weren't doing a comedy routine, okay, I'm back
0: <laughs> exactly, I'm you don't realize that's what it sounds like every time. <laughs> I'm
1: back <sighs>
0: um, I, I my first tea bag is <laughs> I don't know if if. Alex thinks he's there to be on camera to be low-key kind of slash sarcastic insulting. Um, I don't know if he understands what his camera presence is, but like Lucy is kind of maybe, I I don't think Lucy's kind of aware of herself, but she's instantly funny. She's like, I'm going to do some
1: yoga downward doggy. And he's like, that's child's pose. (laughs) He does sometimes I feel like he should be gay. Well, I'm not saying he's gay, but the way is, he says kind of like these dry, like sarcastic things. It's bitchy energy. It is definitely bitchy gay energy. I
0: kind of like that he, it. That he throws in. He, he throws it in in his confessionals too. Um, It doesn't necessarily work on a boat. Can I mention something? And And I finally realized why this is like a, part B of my teabag, Chase's confessionals always feel like a roided up athlete who is screaming at the camera. It's very like Jersey Shore first season. It's like, and then I don't know what Gary wants me to do. I mean, come on, bro. I mean, do it or what? What do you think? Ugh, pose. I that, hate them. <laughs> they, that is that
1: is how they said They're so practiced and they're so awful. You know what I think it is? I think this guy was a dud and didn't have anything. They thought he's cute and they thought he would be this kind of American, but he has nothing to offer and he takes himself too seriously. And they're like, Chase, take that again with more energy. And so I bet you the producers, I bet you, I bet you he had to say things like five fucking times. I mean, come on, Gary, throw me a bone here and not like a bone, like a dick.
0: Uh, Chase, can you do it one more time? More energy. More arm movement, more head gibbering. Um, I hate them. They are so overly <laughs> really practiced. Yeah, it feels I don't think, like yeah. it feels like he's giving an it feels like he's giving an audience member shout out at Jerry Springer. Uh, <laughs> to a guest. Yeah. It yeah. is it is Jersey Shore energy in all those confessionals. I agree. Anyway, sorry, Jerry Springer.
1: Rest in peace. Jerry Springer died. Oh yeah, he just just died. Um, Yeah. uh, Poodle, what are your thoughts about buffalo wings and Sans a bone bowl?
0: (laughs) You know, I gotta. This crew is the the department heads, especially. Neither one of them are Americans, so we don't know a tradition of. There's no traditions of bone bowls um with wings. Uh I will say if it was if they would have served olives, they would have probably bought a tiny bowl for the pits. Um but I think it's <laughs> I think it's funny that the that the guest just requested buffalo wings, the most American thing possible. I
1: think it's a dumb when you're in fucking Italy to suggest that's trash.
0: Yeah, well I don't I you're not going to get I'm going to agree with you about that guest anyway. The same the the embodiment of a human gold chain. <laughs> this guy, Roy, you can smell the human growth hormone that he's giving himself.
1: Um I mean, he he's not a dick. He's not a bad guy, but he but he's still not somebody I want to hang around with. I think he is a dick,
0: but uh, uh he's not that bad. He's not, not abusive. Um but I I just kind of roll my eye. It's the same, it's the low-key shit of well, you know how you, when you're when you're in a, a really nice resort and like uh you go into town and you're like, I want to go back to the resort. That's kind of what I feel like right now. I need to say that on camera so you can know what I feel. Yeah. It's a dick move. Um, but he's in the pantheon of dickishness. He's somewhere in the middle. He's by no still the <laughs> the guy who was on one of those I'm gonna cut you. Like what was it, what was the guy who screamed about? It? I had better better. of at the ballpark?
1: Um. Oh,
0: the remember from him?
1: Houston. The people from Houston.
0: Yeah, Ooh. they were terrible. No, there there have been some really really or the woman who who chanted with her cutlery. Lunch, 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 Tres, lunch. Yeah,
1: yeah. He's not bad yeah. at
0: all. He's in the middle somewhere. But uh I I consider this just a failure of both Daisy and Alicia not thinking that they <laughs> that this is things that Americans are gonna eat off the bones because they probably don't do a lot of wings. Probably not. Um so Al Alex didn't Alex like that's a in his in his like really like Femi gay, <laughs> that's a, that's a failure. What did he say?
1: Yeah, he did. Uh, yeah, he was like, yeah, that's a failure. That's a failure. Take like, drive He said, it seems like a no brainer. Someone is dropping the ball.
0: Someone's dropping that ball. Uh. <laughs> yeah, he's you definitely,
1: would, definitely you would still have
0: sex with him. Oh yeah, I would. He's definitely uh, filling in the 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 bitchiness, the the bitchy requirement this season.
1: He's having to. He's having to. And of course, they radio about or text about it. That's the thing, too, with that not, Daisy's not a good manager. It's like, well, this is later on, but it's like when she found out Gary was going to go to dinner and she just goes, fuck. <laughs> no, that's one of my favorite things I, about I it. Love it. But she's like, fuck. <laughs> and even like when they emailed about the, the bone, she's like, oh my God. Oh my God, God. I'm so fucking you every day." And I, I'm like, no, calm. I live for those <laughs> moments. <laughs> Which. She's great TV, but to be around her as an employee, no. I would feel – I would well, be on fucking eggshells all the time. And her stews feel like they have to go after her. Yeah. So it – I I will
0: agree. She's fun TV. Do I think she's the best manager? I don't think so. No. Yeah. But people – there are some people who do really like her. I go through periods where I enjoy her and periods where I find her exhausting. Um it's weird cuz I've always enjoyed Gary up until this season. I think uh either it is that he's he's getting a shitty edit before so they can give him a redemption arc or it he's he's going to have a crap season and he'll think he'll he'll think twice about coming back or next season will be his redemption. It, mm. this is the way I, of course i'm thinking about it this is a producer because y'all this, these shows are they get so much footage everything is produced it's not fake it's just produced there's a big difference that's
1: that's true that's true yeah. you got a
0: lot of footage and you have to create a narrative so um my next tea bag um mine was about the bone dish as well okay um I- <laughs> Hey, do you love your brother? Why don't you ever put him in your pictures on your Instagram? Uh, because that's weird. It is. That's, it's weird. <laughs> it's weird. She's is literally trying to curate her life as a 17 or 18 or 20, young 20 older. something. she's yeah. older. She's literally trying to be an Instagram model. And younger redheaded brothers do not belong in your bikini pics.
1: No, no, they don't. No, they don't.
0: N- younger brothers don't belong in photos that say hashtag Sardinia vibes. Yeah.
1: You are <laughs> never gonna see me in one of Jake's Instagram pics. Absolutely
0: not. I'd crop
1: out your head. Exactly. <laughs> it's not part of his brand.
0: It's not part of my brand. That I mean, little you don't post little, on Instagram. That little still. Buster Mart wannabe <laughs> is is <laughs> I'm not one of our one of our sissies said that and I screamed. Uh you don't know who that is, do you? Murdoch, Murdoch's from the Murdoch, one, uh, murder, from the, the, sorry,
1: the South Carolina family.
0: Yeah, yeah. That, I thought that was a little awful, <laughs> but I, but I, but I've been laughing about it ever since. I don't know
1: what he looks like, but I, assume, yes, the family, it's a little redheaded kid.
0: Um. So anyway, I she does he does not belong. I just thought it was the father's like you don't love your brother. <laughs> immediately was immediately a, 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 like a trial for her about how much she loves her sibling
1: because he's not on her
0: Instagram. Yeah. You know, this woman, that has nothing to do with no,
1: it. She nothing. just needs to look like a hot bitch. Exactly. I beg you, her Instagram is just pictures up high, pouty face, all the good stuff. New makeup tips, um, shit like that.
0: I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. What book did John write? I'm dying to know
1: (laughs) if someone can tell me that's a good question
0: um i know it was some kind of entrepreneurial shit i am certain yeah Uh, look up john from below deck sailing yacht book i don't know i don't know quite sure it was (laughs) (laughs) self-published uh I don't he know. He did not get. He did not get any type of like uh, an advance.
1: <laughs> his name is Sarasani. Sani. Let's see, John Sarasani, author. Um, <laughs> you know, I I there's something wrong with me, but I look at his pictures. I would. He is no no. Me. You're you're wrong. He's got that big football player energy that just and the kind of like no,
0: he's a douchebag. He
1: is. I know. I know. I know. Do you ever wake up and think all the
0: choices I've made romantically are wrong? Yes. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's what and I I'm gonna hear to tell you, you're right.
1: (laughs) Everything, everything, you you need to change everything. It's a pro. I know it's a problem. Um, the <laughs> <I> not <don't, laughs> the book say it 2,000% raise. There you go. <laughs> Asked and answered. <laughs> Entrepreneurial.
0: <laughs>
1: Who's it published by? It's. I don't. Well, it's the only book he wrote, but it's it's pre-orders. We don't even know That's
0: self-publishing.
1: Yeah, I think it's self-publishing.
0: No, go. You can see what's it's it'll it'll say like. I it might be By Amazon I, sometimes. I don't
1: see it on. Oh wait, is it on Amazon? Um. Yes, it is on Amazon. Um. In 2,000% Raise, John uses his experiences in leaving corporate America to comp- compete on his own as a step-by-step guide for the reader, giving them ammunition to pull the trigger and not only reevaluating the pitfalls of working for someone else, but also how to be successful against much larger employers when working for themselves. Do we still have that um, infomercial music? I are you um, taking it off? Uh, we still have it. Yeah. No, Shit. we took it. We took it off. Oh, never mind. Oh, God damn it! Well, you know, I, we can't have 20 <laughs> different sound <laughs> effects. I'm not the fucking robot from the Mandalorian that can just do whatever you want at will. Well,
0: let it be known, y'all. This is a self-published book. And I mean, great. This is vanity, vanity publication. Sometimes you want to write a book about your life. You got enough money to do it. Great. Sometimes you're a human necklace that needs to. Say things you've learned. Yes, Good for you. Great, great. Bully. Um,
1: okay, that's that's all I wanted to say. Is what kind of I, I want to say they roll the receipts. Gary said three thirty, and then told Chase two thirty. Gary's just fucking trolling Chase because he's he can't stand him. Hundred percent.
0: You think he just hates him?
1: Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I think. I, yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. I just think he's – it's a power play.
1: But it's um, – I, I don't know if he – actually, I don't think he hates him. Actually, I don't think Gary hates anyone. I don't think he thinks about anyone that deeply. Yeah. I think Gary, though, is swinging his dick I know he's wrong.
0: I do think he's one of the, the deckhands who Chase brings a certain energy that I know what I'm doing and doesn't ask Gary for uh, for approval or if doesn't ask what he should do. And Gary is threatened by that.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, well, and this is kind of the second part of this tea bag because it happened right after. Um, is Mads the hero we all need because she's Gary and Gary? Oh, oh I love her.
0: <laughs> oh. She's my favorite person
1: on the boat this season, by the way. S- same, <laughs> same. When she said Gary love bombing me and all this affection is so cringy. Yuck. <laughs> I think I think she has enough
0: of a like a bird's eye view of her experience on the boat and she's not getting swept into boat drama. No. Uh, now, I guarantee you when she drinks all that perspective goes out the window and she p- becomes fun mads again and she just wants to get hers. But right now she is very much uh, kind of in her body and standing up for what she believes, which I kind of love. She's
1: yeah. She's I love going to she's hook that- up with
0: Gary again. If she's drunk.
1: Yeah. And she will hook up with him. And then the next day when he tries to be all love, she's like, I told you, that's not what I do. Yeah. I, I love <laughs> that. She, I mean, as she says, Gary doesn't get me at all. Um, the confidence she has. If I had yeah. that confidence when I was that young, Oh my God! I'd be doing this podcast on a yacht right now. <laughs> what I
0: what I think is interesting is how uh, a lot of times women who fall for Gary kind of they get they kind of de age themselves. They get younger and younger and younger um, to his uh, his persona, and she's she's just not doing that. No, when she's sober. Um, which, that, is, that part. which is better than Ashley did last Ooh. season Ooh. or some of the stews in season two. <laughs> I always forget their names. They're forgettable.
1: <laughs> oh, they are forgettable. You know what? We should take a little break, and we'll be right back.
0: Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but...
1: Speaking of smoking, not only does my junk look great in MeUndies, but my butt looks hot. Okay, no one wants to hear your over-sexualized descriptions. Have some class. (sighs) Sissies, we've fallen in love with MeUndies, and you can too. They have a style for everyone. From all-black classics to fun expressive prints, MeUndies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes extra small to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. Good things come in big packages at MeUndies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze. That's com
0: slash RealityGaze for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies. Comfort from the outside in. To all our queens. To Caitlyn and- Yeah. <laughs> Never be ashamed. To all our queens, to Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Love yourself, never be ashamed. Have hope and find your happy.
1: Have hope, have hope. Keep going, Queens.
0: Hey uh let me have a let me let me have a bloody Mary. What is it? What, what did it say? The tail of the cat? The tail of the cat that bit you? The tail of the cat. Meow. You know, when you when you, you st- step on the tail of the cat and the cat bites you. Isn't that in it?
1: <laughs> Fucking idiot. <laughs> Hair of the dog. I did Hair enjoy of it. Hair the dog. Um, I enjoyed, what was this? is later on, but I enjoyed, um, what is it? My name is John. I'm on a boat. My chain's so heavy, it hurt my throat. I just I don't enjoy that. I just am like, uh, it would be one of those.
0: And then when he's trying to talk to Captain Glenn while he was docking, <laughs> and Glenn's like, <laughs> "It's like, yeah, I got a house in uh, uh, Puerto Vallarta, blah blah blah." And Glenn's like, "I'm sorry, I really need, sorry, I really need
1: to dock the boat so right sorry. now. Yeah. So sorry." Sorry, uh, uh, you know that Caitlin, our social media, Caitlin was watching it and going, "God, he's so fucking Canadian he, right even now." Though, even he, even Glenn was polite in telling him to shut the fuck up. What would Captain Sandy... Because Lee would have been like, yeah, get the fuck away. What would Sandy have said to him?
0: Uh, are you allowed here, sir? Yeah. <laughs> I'm actually taking people's lives into my hands right now. <laughs> hey, producer, can you get him away from me? You know I don't talk with people, right? When I want to engage, I do. Thanks. No... He would have never been allowed. Also, the Sandy could never, even if Sandy could never take the close personal uh, space
1: time to do BDSY, she could never do that. Oh well, no, 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 no. I don't think Lee could have either. Um, But sorry, I was jumping ahead a little bit. But let's talk about. Lucy melted the dress, y'all. <laughs> I have to say. That's a poodle
0: move. You would it do that. Did If they read it correctly and it said ironing is possible, that's not their fault. Now, it looks like Lucy was trying to steam the dress, but she actually touched the iron to it, which I would. Well, that's the problem. Um but that's the problem. If it says iron on the garment, that I would take that back. I would tell if I would have been Daisy, I would have told that woman. And I, I will say Daisy was as professional as she could have been by saying, I'm we're, I'm so sorry we did this. I will reimburse you. You have you have my, my apologies. She did. Um and and the guests took it pretty well. She still wore it. <laughs> if you saw later on She didn't. uh now i don't know how expensive this garment was because it looked pretty diaphanous um but you're right you never you're
1: right. know what those those dresses could be cheap or those dresses are um could be 2 be grand like or yeah, something like that probably because it's could be like part of beachwear yeah. you know but
0: uh
1: i i, I to me if I'm
0: going to give someone something that I know either can't be ironed, um,
1: I think I might try to handle it myself. I don't know. I That's me. I, I Again, you and I are not – we need to be. We need to uh, – we need – I was going to say we are not meant for this luxury life. And I've decided we need to change that because, you know, because y'all – Channy's talking this week about abundance coming in your life, and I realize it's not about the. It's about me having to to know that I that I'm okay to accept abundance. Maybe you and I need to take a luxury trip. I just took one and just be waited and waited on hand and foot. Were you waited on by hand and foot?
0: Who were there? This big gate opened up and we went in. (laughs) Wow, I'm there already. So. Boy. Do whatever Channy so wants. You can...
1: Oh, so you're so then you're just a hypocrite because <laughs> you keep saying I can never, yeah, I can never yeah. do this on the boat.
0: I'm, I'm oh, out there living that, would that rich, be white saying lady life.
1: <laughs> can you stand Can you? You would want this steamed. You would want this. You would want espresso martinis brought up to you from yeah, the boat. You I, would be. That it, it all. Did, I did that to Mexico
0: this weekend, and the the gentleman I'm seeing uh, had a couple of inns with hospitality, and we were able to get a, a weekend for a remarkable rate. Um, and this this resort was real nice. <laughs> you were insufferable, uh, weren't you? No, no. But I will say, I will did say, you... if I lived that way all the time, <laughs> I'd become a monster more than I already am.
1: <laughs> I'm glad you just finally admitted it. Been waiting four years did, for that.
0: I did, I did say, out of the Boy. pool one time when they brought me a drink. I I I looked around and I I was just like, well, there's four people standing there. I put my drink down. <laughs> it's empty. Why wow. didn't say it out loud,
1: but I remember thinking it. Wow. But you fought it. That's even. You're uh, just another step. <laughs> but there were four monster. people. They were you're, standing around. I can't travel with. I can't travel with you. That uh, that seals it.
0: And it only took about uh, thirty seconds for them to see that I'd finished my drink and asked made bring me another one.
1: Thirty seconds a- too long. Fucking men. In your opinion.
0: Yes. Wow. Just shook my ice in the glass. <laughs> We need to move on. I'm uncomfortable. I will say, having that treatment, I, I'd never experienced that before. I'd never been to some place where where I was like where I wasn't seen as just like a like a, like a herd of guests. Um, it was it was interesting. It was very interesting.
1: Mm. Yeah. Whoa, <clears throat> whoa. Um, let's see. There's a little bit of okay. John wants to suck Gary's dick, you right? You know what? Gary represents. Just look at, look at, look at Gary over there. God, what Gary a Gary
0: represents guy. everything that John wishes he was in his youth, and he sees. That's what I wrote. Sees, part of him sees himself still as Gary, and these these men who have means, uh, which John seems like he does. Um you don't you don't need to you don't you don't lack for anything except youth. So he's looking at Gary and seeing something he wishes he could be again and and seeing something in himself that it, so it's it's a mirror it's all it's yeah. a but um it is he's like charisma that is that is the word that straight men want to use when they want to fuck a guy. <laughs> it's the non-sexual is, yes. I want to fuck you word. Good he's yeah. got charisma.
1: I thought he was about to say uniqueness, nerve, and talent. And I was gonna go,
0: yeah. I would d-. definitely like to be alone with Gary's charisma, uniqueness, nerve, and talent.
1: Did you did you see? There's a clip of Pedro Pascal talking about how much he loves Monet, Exchange, and Drag Race, and literally, he does. He he talks about a quote from Burning. Paris is Paris, burning, or Paris is burning. I, and I wrote, I can't love this man. No, my anymore. my love for him surpasses almost all things.
0: I yeah I, I I love him more than Maurice Ravel. (laughs) Wow, not more not Morell's not Ravel's music though. That's a whole other level, but the person.
1: Okay, so let's keep moving because we've got we've got (laughs) yeah. Oh wow,
0: um. The only thing I don't have anything else for um. For what do you think about the tip meeting when Glenn is kind of talking about injuries, keeping a better eye? This is the thing. I think in previous seasons, Daisy has been able to kind of get by, but she does. She has never handled criticism well.
1: It's just never. Yeah, never, 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 never. She's always defensive about it. She's very defensive, very, very defensive. What did you think though? Um, This just tells you how who Gary is. The first thing when she went away.
0: Gary, without even left everyone there, and hugged Daisy, and wouldn't let her go. He just knew that she was. He knows her, and he needed. She needed comforting at that moment. Regardless,
1: he knows her, but it's a little bit of like he cares about her, but it's also it's just they're fucking in, in just too a mess oh, relationship. Okay, I see what you're saying. And and honestly. <clears throat> I was with Colin. Colin was right. Like the way that like, like when he told Gary, that was a dick move to go yeah. have a cigarette. And then when he brings up, I thought Colin was being, when he was talking about, we've needed to be in a place where we can take constructive criticism. And, and Daisy goes off and is like, it is so no fuck you. And they yeah. don't know the pressure I'm under. And I thought Colin fucking rebuilt the goddamn <laughs> boat in well, one To be day.
0: honest, this
1: that's this, pressure. This sailing yacht
0: has always been full of drama queens because they're just too close together. And all of the department heads are kind of enmeshed, like you said. They're all a little bit like brother and sister that fight. Um and they love each other a lot and they fight a lot. And which is what it's still why it's my they favorite do, franchise. But,
1: but Colin brought the boats back true. to life. Sit. Sit down, Daisy, and sit down, Gary. He can say Preach. what he fucking wants. Preach. Preach. That's what I think. Now slap that dick on my face, Colin, and call and call me your little buoy. <laughs> ding, ding 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 ding. I kind of got <laughs> sick and laughed there at the end. <laughs> can we just do the Eurovision corner now? I think, is there anything no. else I wanted to talk about? Oh, I wanted to talk about the girls' no, outfits. And I wanted shut to talk up. about how much they got for the no tip. It, no. Fine, fine. Just do this goddamn Eurovision Corner. Hey, Boy, really on time. It's Poodles. Eurovision Corner,
0: final installment. Part three. The final, Ireland, Sweden Sweden won. Sweden
1: maybe wasn't really the one.
0: And I called it. I thought Finland would be the runner-up, and I wasn't sure if uh, Finland was. Honestly, I will say this about this year: Ireland didn't do well. It, I've been very hard on Ireland in in this thing because the the submission this year was laughable, but their submissions for the last four to five years have been laughable. Someone did point out, and they're, they're correct. Before I started watching Eurovision, Ireland won the most times, um, especially in the late seventies, eighties, and some of the nineties. Um, but <laughs> they have had a good winner in a long time, and then they brought out Dustin the Turkey, and it's a whole thing. Uh, now, now, and I know the Irish can take a joke better than anyone in the world, and I love that about them. And but their submissions in <laughs> the last six, seven years have been laughable. It's it's been rough. Um. Anyway, so uh, this year, what I want to talk about in general about this year of Eurovision, and I'm so glad so many people have told me. I've just gotten into this because you were talking about it. I'm so happy to give you the gift of the craziness, the madness that is Eurovision. Um, this year was a weird year, I think. It was definitely a meh year in general. Now that I'm seeing it on the mm-hmm. the, the the finale and knew how that went. It's one of those things how I could, I like, I like every year, I listen to the songs first. And I usually choose one, two, three of them. That will be kind of up there, and usually I hit two out of three, and one's always a surprise that people like. Um, but
1: two out of three, exactly. But
0: I, listening, I think I said this before. Uh, I said Sweden is catchy, tattoo is catchy, um, Finland because of the nature and what he was wearing, and it was just kind of like. Out of nowhere, pit, like holding on to the zeitgeist kind of song of craziness. Um, and I thought if it was a jokey or Croatia might win with all the dictators dressed like Hitler looking with with lipstick. Um, but I want to talk about, in general, um, the final. Uh, the, when I said it's kind of a mad year, uh, there's been a lot of criticism about uh, uh lorraine winning um uh, because she'd already won before sweet from sweden but i honestly think it was the the fenland song was good but it was just kind of different it was a fun
1: song was it was it mad because of the outfits they weren't like bold or both, mad because of the music both. there both? wasn't a lot of crazy
0: shit this year unfortunately Um Ah. I also wrote down here's some thoughts from the final. Hannah Waddingham, which I kept saying Waddington because I never watched I never watched Ted Lasso. Um, but Hannah Waddingham, I'm sorry. (laughs) I think like Paddington. Uh Hannah Waddingham is padded like a drag queen. (laughs)
1: Good
0: for her. Um I uh I I just want to talk about a little bit uh just about some of the one of some of my favorites in the final. Austria's song about Edgar Allan Poe. I loved it. Was weird. Who the hell is Edgar? Uh, it's very Missy Elliott, Robert Palmer video es- es- aesthetic. Oh, um, uh, uh, I hated the Switzerland song about water guns and how the song metaphors about war are so clumsy. And I kept, one thing. I kept saying this year, and this is a kind of kind of a common common Eurovision complaint. I kept down. When is this styling? <laughs> when are we? Is this late 90s? Oh. Is this mid 2000s? When is this styling?
1: Mm. Um, like not in it wasn't in a good no. retro way. It was yeah. just looked outdated. Not even
0: dated. It's like, mm. <laughs> it's, it's it's hard to explain. I do need to point out and I need to apologize to some of the France fans uh, because I hated the song by Lazara Evidemment uh, when I first heard it, and then I got to where uh, my uh, my gentleman friend, the man who I've been seeing, kind of liked the song, and I was like, I don't want to listen to it anymore. And then I looked at the lyric, I'm like, okay, I'm liking this more. Yuck. And then I really liked it, <laughs> and I was shocked they did so poorly in the in the final. Um, if you don't know, you don't know. But um, a lot of times they so the the the, the Eurovision jury gives fifty percent of the vote, and the public gives fifty percent of the vote.
1: There's a jury like with nine people. I don't know if it's a jury of nine or twelve. But uh, oh. but like like a bunch of who's uh, in the jury? I don't know. It's like, well, what do you mean a jury? It's like selected it like by the people. Uh, is there is there a board of Eurovision visitors prob- prob- or whatever? Eurovision. Um, I'm, I'm sure it's like, I'm sure it's like, like Prince Charles is on, or King Charles. I don't or think or like, he's on it, but I'm sure it's like music people in the know. Hedda
0: Gabler. <laughs> I don't know who's on That's it. That's play. Um, <laughs> I, uh, the guy from Cyprus was really hot and I wrote down, all I see is arms. The falsetto is nice. The vocals are decent, but the song is bad. Is
1: Cyprus the country? Cyprus is a country off of Greece. Really?
0: Yes. We got to get you that Look outlet. at that.
1: I God, thought it was just a drawing. type of herb you burned or tree. Is that where cypress trees come from?
0: I'm moving on because these are stupid. No, festivals. seriously. Uh, Spain, I hated this song. And this is a big five song and I hated it. And this is, I served, this is a pop song contest. Two ambient, six. What's the
1: song <laughs> called?
0: A-A. Oh. E-A-E-A. It was very Balkan, but it, I'm like, this is a pot song contest. The Italy song by Marco Mengoni. he's hot. And I had a problem with the styling that this is just an – I said, this is an ice dancing outfit. He looks very uncomfortable in this, like, glittery. And I said, this is what you show up for at an Mar- event in oh, West Hollywood. Oh, he is
1: hot. Whoa.
0: And Whoa, they did mama like it. And they had this – Random two guys in the staircase behind him, and the vocals were good. He got emotional at the end. I did give him a good score, but I said he's going to get sympathy vote. What you also need to know about the jury votes for this is that it's kind of based on geopolitical allyship. So a lot of times, if you're Cyprus, you're going to give your points to Greece because they're your neighbors, (laughs) so they won't bomb you uh, or take care of you in good times. The Italian guy's Uh, gay,
1: right? No. No. God, you they, they they really can't well. tell based off of his Instagram.
0: So, so why? Because it's all like him shirtless? Yeah, you keep
1: talking. I went down a wormhole of Marco Magoni. So, Give me, the, give me that baloney. Wormhole
0: is a. Whatever. Wormhole is a different thing. So. <laughs>
1: wormhole is what I call it. Because <laughs> it swallows your hole.
0: Oh. I. Uh, wow. Um. Other big five, uh, the UK song I really liked was she says, and then I wrote a song song about how you did me wrong, and about like a guy cheating on her. I really liked it. It didn't. It got nowhere in the in the finals. I think she didn't do enough on the stage. What a song I was surprised that did well was a song called Unicorn by Israel, and I read the fuck out of this song. I said that if you're gonna have a song about you called Unicorn. It needed to do more things than just say I'm a unicorn and talk about how great I am. It needed more metaphors. Also, there was this part of the song, I'm a fenomenal, fenomenal, fenomenal. I'm like, that's another song. It's like a whole other hook. It annoyed me. Um, I have another thing where the where the juries are, they're announcing their jury votes. And I wrote, why does Iceland always make it weird? <laughs> always. Uh, and I dug about again. This is an exercise in geopolitics, which the whole thing is. Uh, I was shocked at Belgium getting votes because that was the song where it was like a uh, a white soul singer with like tons of black backup singers, which I thought was positively colonial, especially when it re- relates to Belgium. Yeah. Um, and anyway, a couple of other surprises. Australia was awful, and people still voted for them. Uh, and I said, a lot of countries had no taste. Those are the ones who gave it to Belgium. Surprises?
1: Well, don't some uh, countries do well because they have a larger population, so people vote more. Not the jury. But that's um, half of their, the jury. their score. True, but you cannot
0: vote for your own country. Oh, for the jury. Yeah, no, no, listen, for the, for the popular vote. So, you can't vote for your own for country. The, and you also can't
1: vote for your own jury. So with, people with, on their phones jury. can't vote for the country they're in. Nope. They they monitor where their phone is, and when they text them, they can't. If they live in the UK, they can't vote for the UK.
0: Yes, that is correct. That no, yes, you are putting that's,
1: me on. No, I'm not. So like that would. So then it's not a popularity. That contest. would be like. So then they have a tech. Y'all, they have technology to do that. So you mean that they could say anybody from. Anybody from Oklahoma can't vote for Carrie Underwood just because it's a popularity contest, and they wouldn't let them. Yes, and I think it's pretty That's fair. amazing. I think we should do um, that here. There, there have
0: been people who say Jolly. that— Seventy-five percent. They think it should go to seventy-five percent popular vote and very little jury vote. Remember, though, the Eurovision Eurovision competition was built on people who were songwriters, and the jury was supposed to take songwriting into place. And, they, and the public would would not think about so. Songwriting. People
1: are like is, ABBA are on the jury. Yes, sometimes. I'm googling um, who's on the Eurovision jury. I think this, you know. Is important. I've never. I've never looked at it. Um, well, golly, so, I guess you just don't analyze what what what's happening maybe um but i want to say also the
0: audience the eurovision audience who was there kept screaming about cha-cha-cha the finland song and they kept bringing up like soccer hooligans and hannah was like shh be respectful (laughs) and so there was a lot of pro-finland and i thought i i grew to love the the Finland song. I think it's really fun, but they got a ton of popular vote. And it was in between Sweden and Finland at the very end. And Laureen got enough popular vote. She got the second amount of popular vote. Oh. And
1: wow, this and, is. But
0: she got the highest jury vote.
1: Well, this is really, it says, um, A jury must be appointed by the broadcaster to vote in the semifinals. It must consist of five members. The BBC. yeah, Five members from the music industry, a singer, a DJ, composer, lyricist, or producer, and must have a fair balance of age. But it doesn't tell you who they are. It may be.
0: Yeah. So what I was going to say is there are a lot of people more of a populist vein saying it shouldn't be the jury. It should be the popular popular vote. And um so that's been gotten a lot of stuff this year. And and it's it's because American Idol is just popular vote, right? Yes, but I don't want to wade into that because I think there are ways the producers can wait things to do whatever they want to. It's kind of like Nigel Lithgow saying, I want this person <laughs> and we'll make it happen. <laughs> do I think Eurovision's a lot more fair than American Idol? Yes. Nigel's dead, isn't he? Nigel Lithgow? No! Oh, Come on. No, no, no. You need to we need to talk
1: about you not saying things like that. Uh, he's So You Think You Can Dance is still going. I just got a book, by the way. I should tell sissies. This is not over. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> why are you trying to segue? Well, no, it's a, it's So You Think You Can Dance related. I got a Mark. You know, Mark from So You Think You Can Dance, Mark Kinemura. Yeah, He wrote a book called I Am a Rainbow. It's a children's book, and it's based off of like him doing all of his Instagram. So, sissies, it's a get-yourself-a-kids book, Mark Kennedy. Are they a sponsor? You love Mark. You've <laughs> said on many occasions yeah, but, that you love him. and, and Yes, you we're, tri- have not, sex with we're not
0: promoting his book. We're not promoting we his book. We are right
1: now called I Am a Rainbow. Buy it wherever it's sold in stores.
0: We're not getting anyway I want to say this season, this competition was exciting. Uh, I I I think it was kind of wasn't as big as some years have been because you. I thought it was going to be down to Switz, uh, Sweden, and uh, Finland. I, a lot of people thought I feel that like, too.
1: You wanted but, like Katy Perry coming out of the Super Bowl, like you wanted them riding in on it like a like a dinosaur or some shit like that, and you didn't really get that. No,
0: I wanted more Cuckoo Magoo. Um, uh, last year was also a kind of a may year, but we got crazy, more crazy shit. Um, I, I also th- think there was a lot more, I think cause Laureen has been an, has been a kind of a, she's a superstar already on the world stage. And I think there was a lot of people saying she does they don't want her to win again. Um, because she won it before. Um, I get that, but at the same time, the guy who was the runner-up to Lorraine said, "I love Lorraine," and then uh, Karaya, I think is his name, and but he's the thing is, y'all don't worry about Karaya from Finland. He's gonna have he got what he wanted. He got tons of fame. He's gonna do really well in Finland and through most of Europe and for other people who don't have any taste. Uh, <laughs> but he's gonna be fine. The song was catchy. It's about I've looked at the lyrics. It's about drinking and having piña coladas after work and and just loving life.
1: Hey, <laughs> nothing wrong with that.
0: And also, do I think that Tattoo was the best song in 5 years? I do not. I think her song Euphoria was a better song
1: that she won for before. I didn't but but like I the Tattoo was... song. I listened to it. I thought it was sad. Thought it was boring.
0: <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for, I would, I, if you say it's sad, I would want you, you need to listen to the rest of the songs before you can. Well, I'm just saying I saw you. that
1: one and I thought, well, I'll watch one of these songs. Maybe this is one who, and that's the one I happen to watch and she's in this box thing going up. Boring.
0: You can't have an opinion. What? You're not allowed I to want, talk in the rest of these songs. I just think more
1: exciting.
0: I'm, I'm going to agree with you there, but in
1: comparison to the other things, you're incorrect. What a snooze show then. I'm glad you you make it sound exciting when you talk about it. <laughs> it is exciting.
0: You're not helping. That is the conclusion of my Eurovision corner, which you have ruined. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we'll see. I, well, um, in another four years, other,
1: we'll do it again.
0: Some of the other acts I wrote down uh, right,
1: four years, uh, or is it every year? Is this every?
0: It's every, year. Do this every, it's every year? year. this every year. is a lot. Yeah, it's every year. Um, next year will be in Sweden because the the host, the country that wins is the host country oh. next year. Yep.
1: Well, we should go. And Ukraine couldn't host.
0: Ukraine Sweden. couldn't host this year.
1: They're busy because of the war. Yeah.
0: That's the show.
1: <sighs> do you feel better now? I do.
0: I feel like there was more things I had to say, but I was being rushed by you.
1: I wasn't be so I wasn't, wasn't rushing fine. you at all.
0: You were asking terrible. What? Questions. But uh I, I wasn't sure. I'm was just a gonna lot go to the bathroom, let you finish out the show. I'd love that. I'd love that. I still feel like Iceland's song called Power was really was a really fun song with great vocals that was robbed. Um because they didn't make the final. And I really I really enjoyed the Edgar Allan Poe song. I liked, uh, I even liked the French song. The German song, by the way, the Lord of the Whatever the fuck it is, Blood and Glitter. No, 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 no. Stop it. <laughs> Do better, Germany. It's too German. Anyway, till next time, till next year, y'all,
1: the Eurovision corner is closed. All right, everybody, that's been your below deck Eurovision corner. Next year, I'll go on vacation. I'll go to I I'll go to that. Mexico when they're doing this, so that way uh, you can just do whatever you need to do. Um, you can go off to fucking Cancun, <laughs> <laughs> sure. Um, we're going to be we're going to be back at it this week. Poodle is invigorated from Eurovision in Mexico, so I don't know what the week's going to hold in store for y'all. But all I'm going to say is hold on because we're going <laughs> to go, bitches. <laughs> all right, go to RealityGays. I am invigorated. Good. Go to RealityGays.com. That's where you can find all of our shows. Follow us on Instagram, TikTok. Leave a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts. Um, and y'all, uh, we will see you next time. But until then, Poodle, you, we can't say Anchor is a gay, so you've got to figure out a way to end this because you want to do Eurovision. Until then, who the hell is Anchor? <laughs>
0: No one will understand that. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but